0: It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So, if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to EntrepreneurMealPlan.com.
1: A why watch that sneak peek? uh oh now we've got a sneak peek of all sneak peeks i mean if you're gonna sneak a peek you sneak a peek at this sneak it is going to hit your home theater and what are we talking about we are talking about the most beloved stage musical of our generation for sure, uh, or at least this latter half of the generation, we're talking about none other than Hamilton. Yes, those tickets that you cannot buy literally right now because of the situation we're in. And then also some of y'all have been trying to get tickets forever to Hamilton. And now Disney Plus is allowing all of us everywhere, who has a subscription to enjoy it on July 3rd
0: <laughs>
1: free critic with I your said free <laughs> with your subscription but you're not paying this was going to originally be released in theaters this is the way it was and <clears throat> they decided that this is going to be a part of the packaging with Disney Plus so if you don't already have it listeners you can certainly enjoy your free trial and watch Hamilton because a lot of you out there are Hamilheads, including yours truly. who did not get to see it, but she was walking from work to the bus station As all of this was happening in 2016 (laughs) and was super annoyed. I was that New Yorker critic who was like, who are these people? This is annoying. And they would do outside concerts and I would just, you know, shove people out of the way and like, move. We've
0: all been there. Please, Times Square, help us, please. (laughs)
1: I'm just trying to
0: go two blocks away.
1: Listen, and you, when, when it was time for it, you know, a couple of you know, an hour and a half before Curtain, It was jam-packed they had the streets cut off guess what you don't have to wait in the line Mm. again july 3rd it's coming to disney plus now this comes to us of course from lynn manuel excuse me it's late at night guys (laughs) um listen you can't you know who stars in this this um let's alleviate the questions because you're gonna tell us the plot and um, we're gonna share our thoughts. This is not the movie Hamilton. I've had a couple people, you know, oh wow, they made a movie of it. No, 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 this is a recording of the stage production. So when you watch it, for those of you who are curious, when you watch it, you will hear the audience, you'll hear the laughter, you'll hear clapping and applauding. Um, And you'll also see that it is shot in a way that you would most likely enjoy it on stage with very few close-ups. So I wanted to get that out of the way so that everybody is very, very clear about that. Now, let's talk. Mm. What is going on here? Mm. Is this worth getting a subscription to Disney Plus?
0: Mm.
1: Is this worth watching it on Disney Plus? Yeah we're going to talk about two approaches. Mm -hmm. One approach to this is someone who really hadn't had a deep experience and then me who's had a deep experience with Hamilton.
0: Yeah. Um, And really the question is is it worth $7? So that's all it is to get Disney Plus for a month. Now... (laughs) So... Well, I mean, good point. uh, Now look. Look around, look around. Let me tell you something. Hamilton is about... Alexander Hamilton, we know this, one of the founding fathers, and Aaron Burr. Oh. Now, Hamilton is played by Lin-Manuel. Aaron Burr is played by Leslie Odom Jr., who won the Tony Award for this performance. Yes. So they start off as nobodies and become somebodies. We know that Hamilton has a close relationship with George Washington. Yes, how did that come to be? What came of it? Okay, what happened to Mr. Burr? And what are their two philosophies? They have Mm. opposing philosophies from the very beginning. From the very beginning, Burr goes to Hamilton and says, hey dude, uh, talk less, smile, mo. (laughs) Don't tell him what you thinking, bruh. All right. Now on on our way, Through history here in this show, we see how Hamilton has a family. How's he come up with that family? Okay. Who's involved in the family? These are questions you have to ask yourself while you're watching this. Also, what about the other luminaries of the time? Who pops up? You do get Thomas Jefferson. Oh, my. Played by Daveed Diggs, who plays a dual role. I won't mm-hmm. tell you the other one. Maybe you just find that one out, the other one. But just know that Jefferson doesn't show up until act two. And this is long, people. Get ready. Okay. It's about two hours, 40 minutes. You get a one-minute intermission. I love that. <laughs> I like, see I was it. like, go ahead, Disney. You go ahead and say, look, y'all can pause this. Right. you a minute. <laughs> that was funny. That was so funny. So you have that. You also have um, there's a trio of sisters who comes into Hamilton's life, and really the older two are the ones who play an outsized role—the Shiler sisters. Now, who are they? Where they come from? Now, their pappy is somebody very important, not in the show. Also, this uh, remember is during what time? The Revolution. Mm. in the states that we call them now.
1: Protesting. Hmm.
0: Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So, dealing with that arc, of course, again, George Washington is in this, who's, uh, by the way, played by Christopher Jackson. Mm-hmm. Who's overseeing this from afar? Da-da-da-da-da. That's who? King George. And King George oh my played gosh. by Jonathan Groff. Now, Jonathan Groff, you may not know him by name, but you have heard him probably in some Mm -hmm. way or form before. He is one of the voices in Frozen, Mm -hmm. yes. He was in Looking on HBO and he is a king in this, I'm gonna tell you that. (laughs) Now we also have James Madison coming in, yes. And um, this is played by Okia I won't even say his last name. But he is in Station 19. So you've seen him before. okay? And so on and so forth. Now, I haven't mentioned everybody yet. But plot-wise, Ref, I think that really is enough for this. Agreed. So I don't know whether you'd like me to give my thoughts or you want to give yours.
1: You could go ahead. You're on a roll,
0: buddy. (laughs) So I'm trained in musical theater. OK, I have a degree. So watching this, I'm tough when it comes to musicals. I'm really tough. I know it's done. I know what they were practicing. I know what it took to do it. So let me start with the bad, which isn't much. Look at that. Oh, oh. for me, regardless of whether it's a musical or a play, whether it's recorded or not. I got to get those words, baby. Mm. If I don't know what you're saying, what's the point? What is the point? It's just nice music. And in this show, my friends, let me tell you, it is dense. It's a lot in a lot of moments. It's a lot of words and choreography and lights and revolving stages. So you gotta cut through all of that. And that doesn't always happen. Now I'll say that Nothing here was bad. But there were moments when I just checked out of the the story because I couldn't grab it. And that's up to the performer to say the lines and have the thoughts jump out to the audience. Now, I'm just going at the top. Lin-Manuel is Alexander Hamilton. Mr. Manuel... Did everything for the show, according to the credits. I mean, I think catering maybe he did the lighting. Get yeah, the catering. <laughs> who knows? He, he he even was one of the cameramen in filming.
1: <laughs> no, well, it will say that I, we, we. I forgot to tell you, Thomas Kale, who directed the stage, also directed this. So that's right. Lynn didn't <laughs> direct. He didn't direct it. He just did everything else.
0: And the two of them introduce uh, the work before you see it. Oh yeah. Um, so as alexander hamilton what i did appreciate about him ref and we talked about this is the pitch of lin manuel's voice is high so when he's rapping i've got all the words and that just calms me down because i can follow the story the singing he does a little trick that i like he likes to act it when the singing gets rough and that's something (laughs) <laughs> uh, I mean, somebody else would do something differently. I'll put it that way. But I'm not knocking the man. He has some sort of genius. I don't even know what to call it. It's some sort of genius. It just this pastiche of uh, genres and everything else he put together. And then he put himself in the role. You go ahead, lin well.
1: Hey, in the Heights, he did the same. So look.
0: And the in the Heights movie, is coming. It will be a real movie, not a film of a stage. Uh, and he musical. will not
1: be playing his original there you but go. somebody will that you'll talk about. There you go.
0: Now, playing his wife, one of the Shyler sisters, is Philippa Sue, Eliza. I, you know, I like Philippa's voice. It's pretty to me. Some people may not appreciate it in this genre. I don't really care. I mean, it's kind of like Lay Miz, and you might be going, late Miz and Hamilton? Yeah. I mean, Hamilton is knocking at a whole bunch of stuff. You get reggae, you get rap. You get R and B, you get you get country, you get early rock and roll like Little John, uh, Little John, um, <laughs> Little Richard, <laughs> Little Richard.
1: <laughs> if you get Little John, yeah. yeah.
0: If, like I don't think that he's the only per- only rapper who did not get <laughs> Little Richard. <laughs> <laughs> you get some Elton John. See, that's why I'm doing, I'm doing Little John because it's Little Richard Elton John. You get Elton John. You get lame is Ragtime. I mean, you can, it's just so much stuff going on here, but it all fits in the right place where it pops. So that's Lynn manuel Philippa is there. Leslie Odom Jr. plays Aaron Burr. We talked about this one, Ref. His first big number It's why he was casted, because Leslie is smart and patient, and that's Aaron Burr, and that's what that song is about, and it made perfect sense, but I do have to say that I didn't always know what he was saying. So, look, you got to grab me. I didn't always get that, not in this performance, but again, nothing here was bad. Now, another Shyler sister, the oldest, Angelica, played by Renee Elise. Angelica, this is what we're talking about. Renee Elise Goldsberry, I've been a big fan of her for a long time, ever since The Good Wife, when she was Geneva Pine. Mm. Then she was in Waves last year with that wonderful scene. This woman is acting with every part of her body. She is singing with every part of her body. When she was on stage, because when the Shiloh sisters are introduced, this is big number with everything going on. I mean, they could have fireworks and it wouldn't add to the noise. She cut through that like a knife. And every time she showed up on the stage, you knew she was there and you wanted to pay attention. She won a Tony for a reason. Carnegie Mellon trained. Mr. George Washington played by Christopher Jackson. Let me tell you something, his first number ref, I was like, oh, I'm paying attention. It's not even that he necessarily has the best voice here. The acting, the diction, even when he's rapping, I knew everything he was saying. I loved his performance, loved it. Thank you very much. David Diggs is a ball of energy. An attitude. This is what he's supposed to be doing. Also a winner. Tony winner. Why? Because people are paying over $200 for this sucker. That's why. And he gives you $200 worth of energy. I didn't even know what he was saying half of the time. I didn't care. I did not care. And I just liked his, the whole thing. He almost felt the show instead of performed it. So there you go, Davi, thank you very much. Um, I do want to mention two more people. Uh, One of them I mentioned before, Jonathan Groff as King George III. (laughs) This man is old school. (laughs) Now, if you don't know, if you've never, you know, actually been in an old school kind of acting thing for stage, there is a saying where you spit the words out that people understand stand it. Jonathan was literally spitting people.
1: you. Can I mean, see. all every number, every time. He and Viola Davis excrete fluids like no one I've ever seen.
0: I'll tell you this, for both of them, because I've seen Viola on stage too, you get every word. Yeah. You, the, what you paid for, they are going to give it. Da, 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 da. It's just... Every time he showed up, it was great. And he's barely moving. Do you know who originated that
1: role? Who originated it? Brian Darcy James. Oh, of course he did. <laughs> in, the, on, in the public, on, uh, when he was at the public.
0: I, John, Look, Jonathan Groff nailed it. I, I have nothing else to say. And you need this kind of role in this show. He comes in, everything changes. <laughs> he makes his little comments. Hilarious, loved it. The audience loved it. And so on. Now one more, Mr. Anthony Ramos.
1: Who is in the lead and in, in the heights.
0: In the Heights, that's right. He was the he was he played Mars Blackman in the TV show, uh She's Gotta Have It as well. Yes. He's in that Crown Royal commercial. Y'all have seen that one. <laughs> what I liked about Mr. Ramos is that he didn't push, but I always understood and there's an art to that that's not easy. I was always with him in his performance and he didn't he found his niche in the cast and I really appreciated that. I I like his opinion about what who he is as an artist. I really do and I appreciated seeing him here in two roles. So you'll see what those two roles are. So that's for basically for the cast. Now, overall impression. <laughs> the, the challenge with filming something on stage is it's on stage like how is this going to come across in people's homes as someone who has not seen this on stage who's only heard snippets of the music really before I watched this I was like this might be the best film stage musical I've ever seen it's better than some movie musicals mm. the camera is not just in one place It's everywhere. And, you know, Thomas Cale, who directed it for stage, as you said, Ref, directed this. And he understood, okay, what needs to be shown and what kind of shot. So I think this is probably the best you can get of a live recording in this form. The way they did the sound, I was fascinated by the sound, Ref, because you hear the audience when they want you to. Mm Mm-hmm so it's not like you're literally there it you hear them and i had my headphones on cranked all the way up mm-hmm. so i know when i couldn't understand people i was giving them the benefit of the doubt but the audience when they wanted you to hear a laugh you did when you don't nothing else so i thought that the the whole technique that they did with this it makes sense why disney wanted to originally release this in theaters and now disney plus Plus. and i'll say the thing about it being on disney plus is this you can pause you can rewind. It's a lot. I mean, this this is some stuff where you might go, what? You can go back. You can watch it again. You mm-hmm. can come back later and watch certain parts. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be interesting to see, Ref, how people actually go through all of that on their own. Uh, for me, there is some sort of genius here. And I was thinking, Ref, is this excellent? That was the word I was pondering. And I think I have to give that to them because I didn't see it live. I have to account for the filtering of their performance into my apartment. And for them to grab me enough the way that they did with this work, I understand why people went nuts. I think if I saw it live though, I might have afterward have needed a towel or something to wipe myself off because it is mm-hmm. exhausting to watch some of this stuff. Um, but I did enjoy it. Would I Would I now want to rush out to a theater to see it? i would be honest, no, I would not. Uh, once is enough for me. I could watch it again and I wouldn't mind it. I really appreciate it, but it was such work to get through it that once was enough. It's like eating a really good chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Like I'm done with it now. Um, but it is one of the best musicals. I wouldn't say it's the greatest. It's not there. I'm still a ragtime person because when I left the theater in ragtime, I wanted to hear it immediately again. But there is a magic here to Hamilton that I think, and then, Ref, of course, you can take over. Mm -hmm. I think if we're thinking about it now, because this was filmed almost exactly four years ago. If we're thinking about it now, it still has a timeliness to it. I do appreciate how we have uh, a cast that's largely from people of color, comprised of people of color, telling this story, without a lot of comments on that. There are a few that are carefully chosen, like certain comments on slavery and immigration, but not a lot. And I did like how they let it speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think now is a great time for people to watch it. I think if you're watching it with families, because this is Disney Plus, as long as your kids can handle a little bit of sexual innuendo, innuendo, I think they'll be old enough to take this in and this may be something that they'll come back to as they grow up and they'll have different opinions about it but i think i've said enough ref all ahead. right
1: my turn <laughs> okay so i come at this from a very different approach i am i did not see it on stage but i am a hamhead in when it comes to the soundtrack i know it forward backwards and i think most people listening to this are hamheads it took it took it by storm. I mean, you really have to be under a rock not to have been. And, you know, you're kind of an under a rock kind of person. You choose your moments. Um, but for the most part, people who watch this are going to be ready. They're going to be ready. They're going to like it. And some of the troubles that maybe you had um, not knowing the music front, and backwards, I don't think it's going to be a problem for for the hamheads out there because they already know the language they already know what's going to happen and so really when you're watching it from this part this um perspective you're watching to see if this matches up with the story and staging that you had in your mind that that's really the experience for the hamhead who either hasn't seen it or maybe you didn't get to see it in new york you saw it um on tour where it didn't have necessarily the same kind of tricks that the stages would have like the revolving and and all of those things they, they shrink it down I will have to say that <clears throat> I will have to echo some things and then I'm glad that we disagree on some things um, for a hamhead, the sound and the performance was spot on I, I know my history so this was shot in July into 2016 and july 8th i believe was when um they started like i think leslie left um who plays aaron burr they started to leave so this was at the very end of their run as an ensemble and everybody that you see which is super super cool in this listeners everybody that you see in this hamilton that's the original cast so you really are getting a special treat um also, you'll note that some of these people have been with the show since workshop um, days all the way to the end. So it was really interesting to see, um, listening to the recording, which was obviously recorded very early on, maybe you know, within the first month of the release of Hamilton on Broadway all the way to some one of their last performances as an ensemble and i will have to say it is either they made a conscious effort to stick with the the soundtrack or you know maybe they just decided to do that for the whole run while they were there so if you are a huge fan of the soundtrack i think you'll be satisfied with the singing there are some moments with Lin-Manuel um, Miranda, who again, he even says he's not a singer. There were some moments where he was acting and cry singing, and that's so hard to do on stage. I too am a trained uh, musical theater. I majored in theater in college, ended up you know, doing musical theater for a living in New York. So both of us know the kind of ins and outs of performing live consistently eight, shows a week, which can be a little taxing. Um, and with Lin-Manuel Miranda, I think obviously when it come, when it came to the, to the rap, to the rhyme, and even some of the singing that had sharp, like the spoken sing that he would do, wonderful. When he tried to really sing, I think he's, uh, this is not a knock to him. He knows it, he said it out loud. I'm just echoing the fact that it will sound a little different from the soundtrack. The performances, as far as matching up to what was sung, Leslie Odom Jr. killed it. And he always does. And I think this is where we disagree. Um, Maybe words that you maybe couldn't get because if you are a ham head and you listen listened to the words over and over again you're gonna be super satisfied with what you hear from him in this um singing wise acting wise i love that he was a ball of thunder like it literally the first song i agree with you was totally like him just you know, wait for it is, it just seemed like him as a person. It seemed like him as a character. And there were ticks and moments that I rewound and watched again and I thought, oh, yes. And then there were some moments I was a little surprised um, because of the staging that I had in my mind. I thought that the staging, like um, the number that in the room where it happens, it was very, very busy, which I'm sure was amazing to see live. But because people live with this in their, between their two ears for so long, it was a lot happening, a lot at once, and I can see how some of that can get lost in translation, but vocally, he nailed it. He totally deserved the Tony then, and I thought he demonstrated why he should get it now. Another highlight, I'll agree with you, Brene, I don't need to go into details. I think you covered that quite well. I will say this about her. She is not singing for the camera. I I need to warn you of that because I know some people will be sensitive to that. She's not singing, like, toning it down for the camera. She is singing to the back of the house. So you're going to see the veins. You're going to see the mouth open straight up wide. And as an actor on stage, that is what you've got to do in order for it to resonate from, you know, row two to three I'm sure that thing had three balconies back of the house three balconies she really does um she earned her tony as well she demonstrated that in this the performance that i have to say was a little peculiar was was um i i, I thought the uh younger sister the uh she uh, I'm not going to give it away, but she plays a dual, yeah. she plays a dual role. And Jasmine Cephas Jones, who actually is dating and I think was engaged or is engaged to Anthony Ramos, who I met, beautiful people. That was a very strange that the second role, which you'll see, I don't want to ruin it, but if you're a ham head, you know what she does. She, she plays a very pivotal role part in this story I thought it was a little peculiar and strange I I wanted more so I know that they cut some language um, because I know the soundtrack they cut some language I'm wondering if they cut some uh, how do I not give it away if they cut ways in which she drove the plot and you'll know some what movement. I mean when you watch it some movement I thought it was really like very um, light it was just a very strange when they went there on on other things. Yeah. Not her fault, just staging. Yeah. I will say um, I'm going to end on a high. I will say that the choreography was very peculiar to me, very 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 peculiar. I am not listen. I don't. I'm not knocking it. It was just peculiar. And some of the movement that would happen, I didn't picture it in my mind. And if you go back, you you can on YouTube watch on four different occasions the cast performing either for the Emmys or for the Tonys or for the Grammys um, or, you know, whatever else. You can even watch some earlier footage of them doing some workshopping. I just didn't expect—just seeing the whole thing top to bottom live was— very peculiar and you have a revolving stage as we talked about. It was a lot happening aesthetically so if you don't know the music I can see how that could be a little overwhelming of just like, whoa! But it's good that if you do know the music because then you can sort of focus on the aesthetic rather than letting it all happen at once. I agree, it was a lot. I'm going to end on the. I echo Jonathan Groff he was in spring awakening that's when i first saw him and I, I will be a fan from then all the way to the end that man could act on stage and just be ready for whatever flies at you you just gotta be ready <laughs> um, i will end with this as an experience from my perspective I think this, I agree this is one of my favorites, favorite staged musicals because I directed things and it's very hard to, to know where to put your focus. And I wasn't, I didn't feel like I missed anything. I loved how they had Burr, if you watch it closely, Burr is always lurking in the background. Now I don't know if they did that for the film or if they did that, or if that is the way it's staged, and that director, because he did the stage work, found those spots, he's always lurking in the background, either sitting in a chair, just sort of hovering. So I will say this the feel of what you get if you're a hamhead, that feeling of just listening to it over and over again. You've got your favorite songs, and you start from the top, you go from the beginning, you get. Because it's the whole story. It's not like... Um, it's, it's like Les Mis. I think that's an accurate side-by-side. Um, uh, side. There were only very, very, very tiny few... I would say a total, a total of four minutes worth of stuff that's not already on the soundtrack. And that's somebody reprising a little something here and there. Mm. But everything else you get on that soundtrack, I think you're going to be straight up satisfied with what you see will it match up with what's go- what goes on in your head? I, it did well for me it didn't live up to it because you know I am the- I love theater I want to see it I want to experience it I want to hear it I want to feel it um, so yeah of course there's you know more to want but as a piece of film, I thought it was absolutely wonderful and I will definitely take a trip over and over again to see some of my favorite moments. And then also just for me, a person who loves angles and how things are shot and things like that, I'm going to take a look at that again. Even how to direct a... You know what it felt like? This is what it felt like. This is perfect. It felt like what Lin-Manuel's genius adds up to and that is he sampled from many genres, and within the genre he sampled from (laughs) sub-genres to create this unique piece of art. I will say the same for directing, that Thomas was able to capture music video style. He was able to capture a style, like meaning the characters playing to the camera and they're really playing to the house. Very hard to do, and I I will also say he he captured the essence of big moments and being able to deliver them without shoving them in your face, yeah. Without the without the angles making it cheesy. So at the end of the day, do you spend your seven dollars? Well, let's do math, right? Let's just do the math. Hamilton, it's a craze. It'd be a shame if you didn't see it. To get the soundtrack, it's going to cost you about twenty bucks. To get a a tour ticket, it's going to cost you a minimum of $150 for an OKC. If you want to travel to New York City, not even see the original cast or hear them sing, you're going to pay a minimum of $250.
0: -hmm.
1: So I'll let you listeners decide if you're going to watch Hamilton or not. $7? Mm Or free other, (laughs) Or free Or the other stuff. Now, Hamilton, I wanted to say so much more, but this is already long enough. Hamilton is available for everyone July 3rd on Disney+. Plus. You can watch it. You can watch it 85 million times if you want to. I know the Hamheads will. And for those of you who aren't, like the critic, who's just being introduced to many of these songs and concepts, I think we both agree that this is something that you could definitely enjoy in your home. The question is, how many times you gonna watch it?
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening. For additional resources,